0: welcome back into another episode of the coach steve show happy holidays hope everybody had a good christmas good time with friends family all that good stuff um as we're getting ready to head into a new year uh welcome in make sure you guys hit the like button subscribe button as a christmas present to me make sure you're doing that for me please follow and rate on apple and itunes uh help scroll the podcast and get it out there follow me at coach underscore steve 72 on twitter um Send me a message if you want to be on the podcast, talk some ball, anything like that. Um, welcome back in. Uh, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you guys celebrate. Hope everybody's enjoying themselves. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the Illinois Final line I men's basketball team again. And in particular, Coach Brad Underwood. And we're going to have to, uh, the way I addressed Illinois fans for football, we're going to address the same thing for basketball. Illinois came off of a bad loss. To Missouri, not too long ago, that was the last uh, basketball game that they played. Uh, they lost pretty big. And things, once again, maybe because I have to stay off of Twitter, um, is just things that you start seeing negatively about the team. And one thing I said the last, I did a post game after they lost to Missouri. And talking about this again is... People really started to tweet about Coach Underwood saying, I saw things from he can't coach. I saw things from what's he doing? He's not game planning. And they were idiotic tweets, in my opinion, about him saying, okay, he's not game planning. What do you think he does? Why do you think he gets paid all that money? What do you think he's doing? Do you think he just makes stuff up as he goes along? Now, this is no surprise that some of these people do. This is what fans do. This is what some parents do when you're coaching high school. This is what other players talk about, these you know coaches, especially because I coach in high school. You got people that go, why is that coach not doing anything? It's real fun sometimes up to a point um, to sit in the stands at a high school game and watch and listen to these people talk about uh, these coaches and – I have to go scout, you know, teams sometimes. Sometimes you go live and you listen to them talk and you go, wow. And it's fun at first, it's entertaining. And then it gets to a point where you go, man, this is no fun because you're feeling for that coach's people, what they're saying about him or her, <clears throat> and all that stuff. My point to this is stop blaming was happening so far this year which we'll talk about on coach Underwood. Now, and saying that, he as the head coach is going to take the full blame. He'll straight up tell you. He'll come out and say everything starts with me. He said it a couple times. They lost to Penn State, he came out and said there was no leadership, uh lack of leadership, uh they, you know, they they're not tough enough, everything like that. But then he comes back after saying that stuff and says it starts with him. But people don't want to put that on social media. They would rather take the clip of him calling out the players. Then they go on and beat Alabama and AM, but they struggle in the second half, but they win and then they go to the Missouri and they lose 93 to 71. And during the whole game, I got in Twitter beefs with people about Coach Underwood, um, talking about how young this team is, talking about now they have to gel. Then there is no leadership. When you watch them on offense, they don't move. Um, I call it, you know, they wait for somebody to bail them out. They're waiting for somebody to do something. Um, And then they say, well, why doesn't he against the zone? It's so easy to go after. Okay, well, one, if they don't show zone on film, you prepare for it, but you really don't do much with it until you see it. But what do you think he does when he calls a timeout? What do you think he's yelling on the court? They, he, he's telling them how to beat the zone. He's telling them how to move. But here's the reason why, as a coach, he's going to take blame. Me being a coach, I always take the blame. You don't blame the kids. But the real talk is they have to execute as well. They have to listen to them. I've had experiences where you tell them what to do, and they'll turn around and go, and they'll do the complete opposite. So they're doing their own thing. And... He's changed some things up this year. They're switching on defense. He's changed up the offense a little bit because of not having a guy that could just take over. Whether it's Ayodele or it's going to come down and be a Trent Frazier. As of right now, you hope it. You hope it was Brad or a uh, Mayor. But you know, as of right now, that's not looking like what, that's what they have coming down offense. And okay, we don't have this post up guy that we necessarily have to do these things. We can run a motion-type, fast pace, get guys moving, dribble handoffs, get down to the basket, kick out, shoot threes. But it's hard to get kickouts when they don't drive to the basket. It's hard to do those things. And this is a point in the season where he's going to look at and say, okay, do I adapt the offense? It's not working. Or do I tweak it and not give up on it? We're switching on defense. And this is just from the outside looking in. But we have to stop as – I mean – People, even that aren't Illinois fans, are coming out saying, what's wrong with Brad Underwood and the Illini? Is he forgot how to coach? Has he forgot how to do all those things? And the question, the answer to that is no. Like, you don't forget how to coach overnight. Um, we're talking about a guy that was talked about coach of the years. Um, he's taken Illinois. They've won a regular season Big Ten title. They've won the Big Ten tournament. Um, they're winning games. And... Now all of a sudden we're sitting here at eight and three or eight and four, I believe. We've beaten UCLA, we've beaten Texas, then we lose to Missouri. Now, we talked about it during the postgame. Missouri has an old team. Illinois has a young team. And I got told, well, that's not an excuse because other teams out there have young teams and they're playing well. And when you ask them, well, who is a young team that's playing well? There are some, but when these people say this to you, they don't have an answer. They're not going to sit there and tell you exactly who is playing well and who's not, and, you know, this this Twitter beef, it turns into a politics thing back and forth. Then they want to say, well, Illinois doesn't have a young team. And I'm going to read off the grade levels that we have on the Illinois roster, and you guys, whoever listening, can make the determination of if this is a young team or not. Uh, we have... Terrence Shannon Jr., he is a senior, but he is a transfer from Texas Tech. So he's a young team with, he's young in the terms of, in the system with Brad Underwood, but he is a senior. Then you have Harris, who is a freshman. You have Connor Steven, who's a junior. You have Jaden Epps, who is a freshman. Uh, AJ Red is a freshman. Luke uh, Goody is a sophomore who has been hurt. Brandon Leib is a junior. RJ Melendez is a sophomore. Ty Rogers is a freshman. Pex and Warden's a freshman. Matthew Mayer. This is where the argument comes in. Oh, you have Matthew Mayer who has been to a championship. He was on Baylor. He's a fifth year senior. He's a graduate, whatever. Oh, so that makes them not a young team. Cool. I didn't know that. Zachary Perrin's a freshman. Coleman Hawkins, junior. Um, Don Jay is a redshirt sophomore, and Sky Clark is a freshman. So to me, this sounds like a young team because when you really go through it, if you want to talk about seniors, Terrence Shannon Jr. is a senior. Then you have Matthew Mayer, who's a fifth-year senior, and that's the only seniors you have. Now, how many juniors do we have? Well, you have Coleman Hawkins, who's a junior. So there's one. You have Brandon Lieb, who is a junior. There's two. Then you have Connor Steven, who's a junior, which is three. Okay, cool. Now, how many sophomores do we have? Well, I think we only have one. We have a redshirt sophomore and uh, Don Jay. Um, He's a redshirt sophomore. RJ Melendez is a sophomore. Luke Goody, who is hurt, is not even playing, is a sophomore. And that's it. So then freshmen. You have Harris, who's a freshman. You have Jane Epps, who's a freshman. Um Committed but not playing. I believe as of right now, AJ Redd, who's a freshman, who's on the roster, and we're just going by roster. Ty Rogers is a freshman. Pax Warden's a freshman. Um, the Zachary Panieri is a freshman. These are just people on rosters, not necessarily playing. And Sky Clark, who's a freshman. So there's a lot of freshmen. There's not a lot of sophomores, not a lot of juniors, and there's No, like this is a young team. It's a young team from an age perspective and it's a young team from playing perspective. When you look at this team and say, well, Coleman Hawkins is experienced because of what he was able to be around. Yes, there's experience right there. You have RJ Melendez who was around last year. So that's still experience, but he was hurt for some of the year. So there's some of that experience. So I don't understand where people say this is not a young team. It is a young team. And they say, well, that shouldn't be an excuse. And I agree and disagree. I agree because you have to overcome that. But when you watch the team, they make young freshman mistakes. They make inexperienced team mistakes standing around offense. Because in high school, you can do that. In high school, you're going to, you know, Scott Clark could have been the guy that's going to take over. Now that he's out there and he's playing against these other college guys or playing a certain defense, you know, way to take things away from him. There might be another guy on the team that he could look to and say, you take over. Or these guys are saying, this is what you could do in high school. You could stand around. You could get this. In college, that doesn't work that way. But then people want to tell me, well, Matt Mayer, like that's the guy. There might be a little disconnect there between the team and him. And that, that happens with transfers. Coach Underwood built the program from recruiting. He recruited, he got these guys as freshmen, and then he got, Trench Portal started to become big, and he started, but he was recruiting guys the way it used to be. Built the team up, they played together, which turned into, they got hot during the COVID year, then COVID stopped, they were poised to maybe win the Big Ten that year. Then the next year, you know, they win the Big Ten tournament, then they win the regular season Big Ten. So the team was just built together. Now he has a team that is not being built, that still has to be molded. But in the landscape of college football, college basketball, the transfer portal has become huge. And it's almost become where recruiting freshmen is gonna become a thing of the past. You have to recruit the transfer portal. Because why, because here's what's gonna happen. You recruit these guys when they're young, there's that transfer portal, there's money now that they can make, which is good. Like they're making money, fantastic, go make the money. Now you gotta figure out how to keep them there. So when they're young, things don't go well, someone's gonna say, well, you can come here and start and we can give you money, boom, there they go. You look at Missouri, they're all older guys, 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds. And they showed it when they played Illinois. Now, Illinois is still a good team. We're panicking. We're wanting to blame Coach Underwood. Illinois fans, we are not in a position, said this with football. I'm going to say it again with basketball. We are not in a position to sit here and say, well, get rid of Coach Underwood because who you're going to hire. Then people want to say, oh, so you're admitting that there's other good coaches out there. There's other good coaches out there. Brad Underwood's one of them. He's committed to Illinois. His name was brought up for other jobs. He didn't go, stayed here. So, this whole notion of we're going to put all the blame on Coach Underwood, I get it. He's the head coach. It starts with him. But one thing we have to understand things are switched. He's switching on defense. He never did that before. Right now, he's got a young team where they're trying to figure out how to play man to man defense. They're figuring out how to do these other things. Do they switch all the time? No, but they will. But that leaves you vulnerable to, you know, slips when you switch. It makes you vulnerable to post-ups, mismatches. It it gives you vulnerable to different things that playing straight-up man-to-man doesn't give you. Offensively, he's trying to go to his, I think what he was bringing in with him when he came from Oklahoma State was, they're going to play fast, they're going to play this, you know pass the ball, cut, go set these screens, double screens, allow him to play basketball. Um, and I'm paraphrasing, I'd have to go back and really watch what kind of offense he wanted to run because he's trying to figure out who the guy is. And it could be mayor, it could be, you know, whoever, but it's a young team and he's playing a lot of freshmen. And then I think he is trying to figure out the right five to play, trying to figure out still the sub because it's a new team. We we as Lionel fans were used to what was being built, this older team with experience that we have. And we're not seeing it because it's a young team. He's trying to figure it out. Penn State, for example, when Illinois plays an older team, it shows. Penn State's one of the oldest teams in NCAA, and they took it to Illinois. But how can we panic when we have beaten UCLA and we've beaten Texas, You know these top teams? We're panicking. So this team is still capable of competing in the Big Ten and still capable of making it to the tournament. They're not ranked. Okay, it's disappointing, but maybe that has to happen. So instead of out there on Twitter putting things about how Coach Underwood, what are you doing? You're not coaching. I wish you would game plan better. What do you think he does every day? What do you think he's doing at practice? Before you start doing that, maybe you need to figure out how basketball works. Maybe you need to go coach basketball and figure out what kind of game planning goes into it. What are you really looking at when you watch film? How do you... Practice it. How do you handle when you're telling kids to do something and they turn around and don't do it? You as a coach have to figure out how to talk to them, figure out how to get them to do it. And that is loss of playing time. That's conditioning. Maybe kicking off the team. Coach Underwood's got to figure it out. But it's so disappointing to watch these buffoons on Twitter post this stuff about Coach Underwood when they don't know anything. They claim to be Illinois fans. It's very disappointing when you see actual Illinois fans start to do this, this, and this. I don't know why we're panicking yet. We are 8-3, and 8-4. And, and our schedule is tough, but we come back and play Bethune-Cookman. That's a game that we should win. They play tomorrow at the time it's recorded. They play December 29th. Um, get to watch an Illinois game. It's pretty cool. And they have a tough one against Northwestern when they start the Big Ten play. Northwestern, Wisconsin, Nebraska. But here's the thing. We've seen what Illinois can do when they're clicking, when they want to listen when they want to do things they're coached and then how dare coach underwood call out the team well this is just part of society society you know we got to be politically correct in everything uh we're going to overreact to everything because it's politics politics is is always is all over the place and anything you put on there um it's in movies now it's been in sports now it's getting to sports and how coaches act i have nothing wrong with what coach underwood said because then you got players from illinois team coming out saying yeah like we we need to do this. Coach is right. like He's going to call us out and we're going to do this. And I'm sure these practices after Christmas are not fun and have not been fun. And I'm sure the ones after the game tomorrow aren't going to be fun. And they're going to try to figure it out. They're going to try to grow. And then I'm going to do a whole other topic on Transfer Portal because Coach Underwood, as of right now, looking at the recruiting, he got a couple transfer guys He's still going to, because he saw success building up with freshmen, and he's trying to do the same thing where it's going to get built up with freshmen, and that's what he's trying to do. It may not be the model anymore because of the NCAA having no backbone, no leadership, and how this is going to roll. Now, I'm not going to be mad at how coaches recruit. You know, if Illinois' football team gets a lot of transfer portal kits, that's how it's going to be because that's how it is. They're not breaking rules, they're not doing anything wrong. I'm glad the kids make money off their name, image, and likeness. That's cool. But it's become a free agent thing, and that's a whole other topic for another time. I think that's the other thing you're going to see is we're going to see teams that are older. We're going to be younger. Now, if it starts clicking being younger, there's things we can do. You know, we might be quicker and everything else. What is slowing down a younger team is, quote-unquote, basketball IQ, floor awareness. You know, if you're an older team, you've seen these... You've seen every defense that's going to come at you. You've seen offenses that are going to come at you. Um, There's going to be things you haven't seen, but you're going to be well prepared to handle it. And being a young team, that's going to come. It's going to come from now when we get into Big Ten play, really seeing that, stepping up to these teams that we're going to have to play. So we need to stop going after Coach Underwood. He is going to take the blame. He's the head coach. He's going to sit there and he's going to say, yeah, I take the blame 100%. But we need to stop saying, get rid of him because who are you going to get? Stop questioning what he's doing all the time because, well, he's coaching with what he's got. Because it's easy for us to sit in these chairs and say, you need to be doing this and you need to be doing this. But guess what? You and me, were not in the practice. We're not there to see what those guys can and can't do oh but on film you're watching it from a fan perspective really sit down and break down film as a coach but most of you have never coached so you wouldn't know how to do that until you go out and talk to people and learn yourself like i said there's plenty of smart people out there that never coached basketball or football and they figured it out there's people out there that never played sports but they figured it out It's you guys on Twitter, these Illinois fans that, I understand you can be angry, um, but let's be true fans and really look at what's happening. Illinois is on this national stage where now they're in talked about, which is cool, but now we think we're Duke of basketball. We think we're North Carolina. We think we're Kansas all of a sudden, and we're not there yet. Coach Underwood's trying to get us there. We're not there yet. So we need to trust in the coaching staff. We've had no problem. It's easy to get on the bandwagon when they're winning. We don't need to hit the panic button yet. Even if we go through this year and we make the NCAA tournament, but we don't win the Big Ten, but we get in somehow, and in this young team, and he can somehow keep them together next year because this is how it goes. You've seen Duke go through it. You've seen Kansas go through it. It's just a process. And that's what we don't understand. I don't know why the big freakout is um, – so we need to stop having these idiotic statements, and if I see them, I will call people out on them the best I can. We need to trust in the coach because he's he's produced. He's he's delivered on a lot of things he has, but then people will go after, well, he hasn't won, and then still by term, he hasn't gotten to this round yet. Okay, that's the next step, and he talks about it. He's like, yeah, that's the next thing. We know how to win the Big Ten. We've seen it. We know how to get to the NCAA tournament, but now we have to win. Now we have to really, like, get to that next point. And we've seen where you keep coaches, and if they do these things that we're seeing now, it does produce into the next step. But when you want, we want instant gratification. Uh, We don't like when a guy calls people out in his press conferences, I guess. But, you know, it is what it is. But stop with these comments, Let's we can be frustrated with losses, we can be frustrated with a lot of things. We gotta trust he's gonna fix it. The game tomorrow, hopefully, is the step in the right direction there. Get their mind right. Maybe they needed a break from their Christmas time. And you know, so stop blaming Coach Underwood. And if you're a person that's gonna sit there and continue these things as an Illinois fan, go away. We don't need you. We don't need you around to be an Illinois fan. Go root for somebody else. We don't need you. Because a lot of you probably claim that you're like well i kind of like illinois you're not like the rest of us that have seen the ups and downs and have been there through thick and thin of what was going on there for the rides all the lows and everything you're not a true fan so just as as a bad this might sound bad to people stay in your lane and we'll be fine um uh that We'll wrap up this episode of the Coach Steve show. Stop blaming everything on Coach Underwood. Follow me at coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter. Like and subscribe on the YouTube channel. Follow Rated on Apple and iTunes. Um check out all of the episodes there. Check out all of the affiliates in the description below. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Um if you want to come on and talk ball or sports, let me know. Um thank you guys again for watching and or listening. This is Coach Steve. Um We will see you guys next time. Enjoy the holidays. If I'm not back on here, enjoy New Year's. We'll see if I can get back on here. But if not, enjoy your New Year. Thanks, everybody. Um, And we will see you guys next time.